0: was going on uh the Darlington race obviously with the great weekend the Labor Day weekend you on a, a whim with what like 48 hours notice you went down there and and witnessed the race a, a, a very odd race to start the the playoffs Jimmy Wags uh to give us a, an idea of what it was like being down there bud
1: um obviously Darlington is an awesome track if you have not been to Darlington you need to go um, it's one of my favorites. Um, uh, and I mean, really, what really makes it one of my favorites is highway, right? I mean, yeah, Wellington absolutely eats tires. Um, and you just got to have the finesse to be able to maintain your tires throughout a run. And obviously we saw some absolutely great racing, uh, extremely race was exciting as hell on Saturday. And then, like you said, I decided, you know what, to hell with it. I just came back from Daytona. I'm like, I'm going to Darlington. So,
0: and uh, you did it. Uh, I did it. Uh, I left you work,
1: drove. and I drove five and a half hours. I stayed the night in Fayetteville, got up, then drove to Darlington the next morning. And then my crazy ass uh, decided I was going to drive right back after the race was over. So, oh. uh, But uh, I had a great time, man. Darlington is just a phenomenal place to see a race. It, it, it truly... It truly gives you a sense of NASCAR history, um, yes. but also at the same time, it tests, man, uh, because guys here, they they push the limits. You run right up against the wall. And we yeah. talked about it throughout the race, right? We, I think we had seven guys playoff uh, drivers have trouble on Sunday night.
0: Yeah. So You know what's funny, Jimmy? I,
1: I told a buddy of mine, longtime NASCAR
0: fan, um, been to several races. Never been to Darlington. I said for me, Darlington is the quintessential NASCAR track. It's a throwback. You have to. I mean, I, that is it is so technical, and but you got to have skill. You got to be able, like you said about the tires. It's just absolutely. I, I think it is the most NASCAR NASCAR track on the circuit, in my opinion. It's old school, but yet. I mean, drivers of today still struggle with it. And, and, and the one thing that I thought was very interesting is we saw at the end of the race, Kyle Larson tried to video game it, as he said, and smash against the wall and do oh it. My you, God. you couldn't do that <laughs> shit back in the day with a concrete wall. You imagine driving around that place at that
1: fast with a concrete wall, Jimmy? Dude, like, anytime you would think about, like, that happening, like, the wall eats you alive, right? The wall mm. reaches out and grabs you. And yeah. slows you down. His car got faster. Dude, like, did. how did it get, like, how? Like, how, how did that happen? Like, oh, man. But what, I mean, what a finish, man. Insane. It was fantastic. We, um, you know, we
0: talked about several times in, on this podcast throughout the, this year and, and, and past years, we've talked about how sometimes adversity is exactly what a driver needs to maybe perform better well. Uh, Denny Hamlin about had all the diversity he could probably handle. He's last showing up week. Did.
1: I was panicking, man. I was sitting my pants earlier on in the week. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he comes out and does, uh, in true Denny Hamlin fashion. I mean, he did this, you know, two weeks after major uh, reconstructive knee surgery and wins at uh, Phoenix a couple of years ago, comes out, gets a big win. And Jimmy, I, I guess when you're sitting there, you know, I'm sitting here at home watching this, this race and, uh, um, actually, I'm sorry. Shit, I was on a plane. I was watching it through Twitter and and uh, <laughs> or excuse me, uh, NASCAR.com. I was you know following the scanner. I could get that, and it was um, uh, it was interesting. But all of a sudden, like Chase Elliott's having trouble, and then um, you know uh, Kyle, Kurt Bush has got everybody. Uh,
1: Ryan Michael Blaney. McDowell. Ryan oh my Blaney. God, Michael
0: McDowell.
1: William I mean, Byron. It's, it's crazy how many people it. had. Right. Have we ever had a playoff that started off like this? I can't think of a playoff race that started off this crazy. Maybe, I want to say maybe it was a few years ago, I think there was a Kansas race or something like that that may have started off this crazy. I can't remember, but you literally had almost damn near half the playoff field have trouble uh, in this race. And look, a lot of them are still not out of it. Even though there's four guys that are going to get eliminated at the end of the first round, Uh, they're still in That's Well, let, let's talk about let's talk
0: about the points, Jimmy. What how are they looking sitting here right now? Who are the last four uh, we got? So obviously, Denny was in a good spot. Had to run all uh, one all year. Wins the opening uh, round of the
1: uh,
0: opening race of the first round. Who's on the bubble here? Who's who's looking like they're in trouble?
1: So uh, right now, you got sixteenth. Uh, you got Michael McDowell. He's uh, twenty points back. He's probably the guy that more than likely is not gonna make is not gonna make it. You know, yeah. no knock on Michael McDowell but front row, I mean, uh, I don't I don't think that's happening. Uh, then you got uh Willie B, William Byron, he's nine points out of uh fourth place. Uh Kyle Bush is two points out and then Tyler Reddick and Alex Bowman are actually tied. Um and then Eric, Al Almarola is four points up. Tate Elliott uh, I'm sorry, Eric Armore was three points up. Chase is four up, and then um, Christopher Bell is five points up. So your first four out right now are Bowman, Bush, Byron, and McDowell.
0: I don't think any of us expected Michael McDowell uh, to make the, the the final four. I don't think anybody expected that. Um, but and and I and and hey, if any NASCAR season's been around where somebody has out kicked their coverage, so to speak,
1: it's it been Michael McDowell
0: and that team this year. Um, but I I kind of hated that what happened to him happened to him the way it did. I you know I, I I'd much rather you know them lose it on the track um, and, get and still running. In Iraq, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that would have been. I mean that, that team has done so well this year. It's been a magical season uh for them but i, I it's, it's unfortunate that that's happened but look it, he was obviously the first one out everybody had picked um yep. Kyle Bush uh, being classic Kyle Bush
1: um I uh, got pissed was, off by his interview by the way I don't, <laughs> don't know if you saw his interview but I did I, uh I'm he I'm pissed pissed off. about that well i'm pissed off because Dale and junior in what 2005 or 2000 2004 2005 Look, uh-huh. we, we won Talladega. we leading yeah. the points. We're in victory lane. You and said shit on TV. Yeah. And what does NASCAR do? Uh, they docked them 25 points, or however many goddamn points it yeah. was. That started to spiral downhill. Junior winds up losing the points lead. And ultimately, that was Junior's best shot to win a championship that season. Yeah. And he did not. So, to hell with the FCC and NASCAR. <laughs> for <laughs> what you guys did to Del Hard Jr. Kyle Bush said shit twice in his interview on TV. On TV. he did. He he did. And and the funny thing about that uh I I'll,
0: I'll never forget what you're talking about there Kyle Deggett because basically in my opinion it was David Poole and David Poole only that would not let that shit uh excuse the pun go and <laughs> um and then we know exactly what happened but you know the other thing that Kyle Bush did and is he drove through a I mean when he was driving to the garage, I mean he had a couple tire he had a tire guy and a couple couple guys have to move pretty quickly to get out of the way and yeah. I'm not so I mean I don't I don't necessarily hate that so to speak, but the the part that I have a problem with is he ran over
1: cones. He ran over <laughs> cones to get there. And cones, I mean, cones it, matter Dan. Cones cones
0: matter. cones cones matter. And
1: and if there's a cone sitting there
0: that's because it's telling the pedestrians, hey, hey would you stop and damn dogs are fighting. That tells the pedestrians <laughs> that, hey, they just can't drive through here. And once he do, drives through there with reckless abandon and um, uh, classic Kyle crybaby Bush. but I, And I tell you what, a pissed off Kyle Bush, um, that could felt trouble for everybody else. That that's not necessarily a good thing for the competition. Is no. a pissed off Kyle Busch. That's typically when when um, when he gets
1: a little bit better with yeah. with what he's doing. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Um, and and uh, so from what I heard, those cones are there because they want the drivers to drive uh, further down pit road so they can get yeah. scored at the start finish line.
0: Yeah.
1: And look, yeah. I mean, you know, as as a fan that's been in the pits and has been in the garage during a live race. You got to be cognizant of things that are going on, right?
0: Yeah. Those yeah. people
1: did not know he was coming through there. So, I think nope. that's why NASCAR decided to slap him with the fine was because, hey, look, I mean, dude, you I, we get pissed off, but you can't you can't just drive through there with that amount of speed regardless of yeah. if people know that they need to be cognizant of cars uh coming through in, in or out, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I, listen, I, what Kyle Busch did was idiotic, childish, and, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have been upset if they had taken points away from him because I think when it comes to safety, um, when it comes to safety, you got to stop. I remember one time Carl Edwards drove down backwards down or the opposite direction on Pitt Road, and yep. I was livid that nothing happened to him. I was like, "This is, of course, I'm not a big Carl Edwards fan, but I think when it comes to the track safety, you always err on the side of caution." Um, and uh, and and good for Kyle Busch. That may be what he needs to get his ass in gear. Um, Kevin Harvick, where, where's Kevin Harvick sitting in the
1: points right now? Let's see. Kevin Harvick right now is in the seventh position. He is currently 20 points to the good right now uh, over uh, thirteen. So all year,
0: Denny Hamlin and and Kevin Harvick underperform. underperform. What happens? Kevin Harvick is looking pretty good after uh, race number one. Denny Hamlin's sitting at the top. And lo and behold, we got the two old dogs sitting there um, in pretty good shape, whereas William Byron and uh, Chase Elliott, multiple winners, Rossi, would you quit that? Damn it, dog. Um, <laughs> both William Byron and uh, uh, Alex Bowman are multiple-time winners, and they're uh, they're on the outside looking in at the moment, or are right yep. there on the end. And,
1: yep.
0: and it just goes to show you how, you know, like, going back to your opening statement, knowing how to balance the speed with the tire wear, is key at that track, and I think it's brilliant that we're starting off the chase of uh, the playoffs with this track. Now we're go ahead and call the
1: chase. chase. Everybody, look, we got the yellow spoiler <laughs> and the banner back. The hell with it, it's the chase. We're
0: calling it. the chase. I, I, listen, I, I like the chase. I really do. I, I like the chase, so I'm good with calling it the chase. That, in fact, that'll make it a lot easier for me. Um, but. Uh, um, we're re- we're getting ready to go up to a, 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 a track close to you. I'm surprised you're not. Uh, you probably have to work this weekend. After I don't, sir. This. I'm
1: actually. I am off the entire weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. So your boy Jimmy Wag, third race in a row. will be <laughs> there at Richmond <laughs> Raceway. Okay. First of uh, all how how could I miss our guy, our man, the legend Dale Earnhardt Jr racing yeah. at Richmond. There will be no way in hell. Potentially, it could potentially be his last Trinity start. I don't know. We'll see. It, it could be. I mean, who it knows? It could it's be. Just, uh... But he almost won that damn thing a couple of years ago. And yeah. and I will tell you, I was nervous as hell that day in pit, uh, 30 to go, he had the lead. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to win this race. And yeah. it didn't work out. But I'm going to be there. You're going to see me there in Richmond and in stand Saturday night.
0: Well, I'm jealous
1: as hell. Three NASCAR races in a row. Going to see um,
0: uh, Dale Junior Drive at Richmond, and, and and I like the way we're starting out here, Jimmy, with uh, kind of old school NASCAR. We're going Darlington, we're going Richmond, we're finishing up at Bristol. Bristol's going to be a wild card. It should be fantastic. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, uh, Richmond has Richmond, as of late in the last several years, has not been a fantastic race. However, yeah. with this package, um it seems like the Xfinity cars do a hell of a lot better there. Um yeah. but but we're in the we're in the chase and we got a bunch of good guys in the bottom 6 of this thing that desperately want to make it. And I think that that's what NASCAR intended when they came up with this schedule and this format is to try to put a little bit more umps in these drivers and, and see what happens. I think we're in for a good race. And, um, the one thing that I, that, that is always kind of, I don't know, it's always like driving through traffic at the end of the race is always a thing at Richmond. And, and, and we saw what, you know, Kyle Larson and and Denny Hamlin were doing there last week. We've seen it several times this year. I think we're going to have a, another, Another close race, in my opinion. Um, but I, I, I think, I think doing the way NASCAR is doing it this way, it puts it puts Richmond right where it should be in the in the schedule. I mean, I, we're, I mean, there's no other place you would put it, is there, Jimmy?
1: No, I mean, obviously for years, right during the Chase, we had it as the last race to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't really like it there because to me, nothing really happened in that race yeah. other than. Clint Boyer intentionally spinning uh, get Martin True SG into the playoffs. But uh, I mean, I love that you put uh, Daytona at the cutoff. And I like where Richmond is. It, it's the, it used to be the active track. Uh, hopefully, you know, NASCAR decides to put that resin, not the PJ1, but that resin down. Because, you know, this place you said, used to put uh, paint sealer yeah. down on the track. And I really think that's what really made the racing great. Um. So hopefully they decide to put that resin down that they used at uh, uh, Michigan and I can't, I can't remember the place, uh, Nashville. And uh, hopefully that uh, it brings that side-by-side action back that we know Richmond uh, used to be. Well, you know, you, you mentioned Nashville. And before we finish up
0: here with uh, our, our picks for Richmond and how it goes, the, the NASCAR schedule, um, we talked a little bit about it in our chat group here this past week, but yep. interesting moves we got here in, in, uh, in 20, uh, 2022, I'm sorry. The biggest mm-hmm. one to me, there's several, several key things, Jimmy, but I'm, I'm kind of sad. I used to hate the Pocono race. I mean, it was like the 24 <laughs> hours of Pocono, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Lately the Pocono races have been pretty good. The doubleheader, I freaking love the doubleheader yeah. weekend. And yep. it's going away, Jimmy. I'm not I'm not a big
1: fan of that move. Yeah, potentially, uh it hasn't been uh announced officially, but reported uh via Adam Stern and I believe uh Jordan Bianchi at the Athletic um that uh that second uh, one of the Pocono races will go to Gateway. Um and uh, NASCAR also potentially doing a, uh exhibition moving the Clash from Daytona to a race at the L.A. Coliseum the week before the Super Bowl. Man, so, what,
0: what are we doing there, Jimmy? I,
1: I don't know, man. Like, I, I I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it just to go all the way out there and to come all the way back. You know, speed weeks is not what it used to be. Uh, last yeah. year they kind of reduced everything down to one week. Yeah, I didn't like the, the class being on the road course, but we got a good race out of it. Chase and, and Blaney wind up wrecking each other, and Kyle Bush won. But
0: yeah,
1: um, I'd rather see it, Hey, look, let's run twenty five thirty laps. All you know, have all the uh, the stage winners, the playoff yeah. guys. Let's run the oval twenty five thirty laps. Throw a million dollars out there and yeah. let them eat. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not about going all the way out to LA for a track that they got to create in a place that's not meant to have racing, you know? So. Sounds like a, a a big
0: overreach to try to get that West coast audience. Yeah. I'm not sure I, that that's the best way to go get it. I mean, it's a I like m-
1: gateway. I like them going to the Midwest, <laughs> obviously taking, uh taking Chicago out of the equation and yeah. you know, uh I like going to gateway May I, I, you know, I would have maybe liked them going to Iowa, but I mean, there's really not anything out in Iowa, Iowa to yeah. really entice uh, you know the truck guys to come out there. Um, yeah. But hey, um, let's let's keep changing it up. Let's let's not stay stale like we had in years past, and yeah. and give other tracks opportunities to showcase NASCAR and the great racing that we've had uh, over the course of the last year. So. And why, you know, a uh, gateway used to produce
0: some of the best truck racing. In um, Xfinity races, we had you know, during the season when we were driving yeah. at, at Gateway. It's a it's a nice little track. I think it's going to be. I, I'm excited to go back there. To be bluntly honest with you, Um yeah. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's a great choice. They I, need to get that power
1: grid fixed though. They, they lost power in the truck race this past year, so um, they need to make sure that's good to go before before. <laughs> yeah, it comes back. yeah. Maybe maybe. maybe
0: cross her eye uh, cross T's and dopped her eyes there a little bit uh beforehand. But I, all in all, you know, we, NASCAR I mean it started with New Hampshire losing a race. Um and uh th- those fans up there are, are are great. They lost a race. Uh Chicago lost it they don't have any races obviously. Yeah. Um you know Texas lost the uh um race Dakota. Yeah. But they got yeah race, the, race Dakota so. and 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 Poconos losing a race, I understand the change and all that kind of stuff, but
1: Michigan um, lost
0: a second race. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we we NASCAR is you know for having a schedule that everybody bitched about for years. Now it's 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 a little sad, you know the. Now, no, everybody who used to go to uh, two races, that doesn't happen except in very select markets. So, it's, um, it's a little sad to see, but I'm glad we're going to get venture out and do some other things. The L.A. Coliseum thing, we'll, we'll find out if that's worth it. That's a, lot, a shit ton of money to go out there and try to get some Californians to uh, to jump on the racing. But we got a big race this weekend, bud. You're going to be there in person, as you said. Um, I, I In our chat group, I believe I said Noah Gregson is going to be out of NASCAR in fact um uh, he fat, uh, drunk, and, and all he did was just win. Um yep. all he did is win and now his boss is coming out there to to race. I I think I think um the Xfinity race is going to be a fantastic race. I'm definitely going to catch that. But Wag's um it is the 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 regular season, you and I finished tied for the regular season in picks. Yeah, uh, which, which which is odd because I I I think I have won every year that that we've had it. Um, <laughs> now the first the first year you weren't on very much um, on it, but you uh, shit. I mean, but after this first race in the in the playoffs, you, Billy, and I are all tied. High, seven. High, high, seven, three wins
1: seven. seven, and Billy's coming and off I- a victory. I could have won. Dude, I had it in the bag, Dan. I had it in the bag, okay? The last pit stop, the last green flag pit stop in the Southern 500, Ross Chastain and his pit crew, I mean, phenomenal job. They get Ross out in front of Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson cannot run Ross down. And we get a caution. And – Ross loses track position. I think he winds up restarting third or fourth. Yeah. And couldn't get around, uh, you know, Denny and uh, and Kyle Larson. And, damn, yeah. I almost had two in a row. Uh, well, hang on a minute there, bud.
0: If you want to talk about almost, I had Daytona in the bag. You did. Um, I had Daytona in a bag till the last five <laughs> laps of the damn race. Uh, but what, but here we are, man. And and you get to pick first. You get to pick first because you're the uh, um, uh, you're, you're the Billy just won the last, and this is your first time at this deep. Let's go. Well, who you got? Who's your who's your winner and who's your uh, who's your dark horse? Okay. All
1: right. Well. Um. Thanks. Billy, Billy's not on the pod, and he—I don't know how the hell he. You know what? To hell with him, because he's not take. He's not. He won, but so he gets to pick last, so he doesn't. Yeah. Get to pick, he doesn't get to pick who he wants to pick. So I'm stealing Billy Bradley's pick. There you go. Uh, this guy's won two out of the last four races at Richmond. I'm uh, going MTJ Martin Truex Jr. You cannot you stop go. him on the short track now, man. So. Yeah. I'm going Martin Truex Junior as my winner and uh to hell with it. I'm taking Kevin Harvey as as my dark horse. So. Oh damn, that's
0: a great pick. Those are two great picks. <laughs> and I guarantee you, um uh Martin Turex Junior was on Billy's hit list. I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. I I gotta ride the the, the hometown guy, um Chesterfield, uh um, Virginia. I, I got two in a row maybe, we'll see, but I, I mean he's a He's good there. I want to, and you've already taken yes, the two, um, the, the the other two top guys. I'm going to take him, and I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a, a strange little, um, you know, I think um Redick has a as a good opportunity to do something here because I think that um, he needs it, and and I think that the playoff the playoffs make these drivers a little bit better I, as, and I I mean. There's nobody else I would rather take here without a victory than um than Reddick. So I'm gonna take uh Tyler Reddick as uh for my dark horse. We'll let Billy Bradley um tell us. I've he <laughs> <pick. laughs> Yeah, you, yeah you, he's gonna be he's gonna be like that's some damn <laughs> swag. Uh, I wish I could talk as slow as Billy does. We might, well, damn it, Wags, you, <laughs> you done picked my fellas. I mean, say, he's going to say something like that. Um, but I, I, I'm excited for you to see three in a row. I'm excited for you to see Junior on the track. I, man, nothing to make me happier to see Junior in victory lane.
1: And, hey, I'm uh, calling it right now. He is not positive to pick him, but Dale Earnhardt here is winning. He's you heard it is. here first, hey, folks. You heard it Dale here, Earnhardt ladies and Jr. gentlemen. I called it. I called it.
0: Jimmy's called his shot for Jimmy Wags, for Billy Bradley, who's somewhere doing something uh, probably with a bunch of damn kids. This is Dado saying, let's go to Richmond and have a hell of a good time, boys. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Drop the hammer. Let's go.